Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Pull List. My name is Lex, and I'm here with my co-host Simon. Simon, what's up, man? Hey, buddy. It's like as soon as you hit record, my computer starts like blinking and slowing down. I love this program. <laughs> yeah. Fun. So, did it do it with Riverside at all? Uh, no. I mean, yeah, kind of. They all they all do it. So, not a big deal. It's oh, just man. funny. I need to come over there and mess with your computer, man, and see what the deal is. Yeah. you got a good computer. Yeah, I have like 32 gigs of RAM, man. Actually, I yeah, think I have 64. Need... Yeah, I was going to say, you might want to upgrade that to 64 and delete all of those pornographic movies that you have on there. Well, you know. It's time, it's, man. It's art. <laughs> it's, uh, get rid of your security blanket, man. It's time. <laughs> oh, uh, man. It's good to talk to you, man. Yes, as always. Last week, you couldn't announce, you know, what you got going on in your life. Are you able to talk about it now? I think you are. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah, so, well. All of, all of those people listen to the show, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so I'll start a new job in a couple of weeks. Uh, I'll yeah. be, yeah, fanfare. <sighs> <laughs> I'll be uh, switching from my role um, as a marketing director, which isn't really a marketing director into um, a role as a digital media specialist. So hell yeah, man, you got all the digital skills. I got some of them. It's still terrifying. <laughs> still terrifying. You're going into the, you're going into the digital world, man. <laughs> like uh, Johnny quest. Well, I was going to, if, if I really, <laughs> if this podcast made a ton of money and it was my job to like sit here and edit, edit it, it would be so fun. Like I would put in a little sound clip when I said, you're going into the digital world. I would put like the intro to Digimon, just the first like oh, deep, deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so just, if you're listening to this, just imagine that in your head, rewind <laughs> it a little bit and then play that in your head after I said, that. it's a totally immersive podcast. You have to do half the work. Right. Uh, I, the funniest thing about the intro to that was always like, it like becomes operatic. It's like I can't even. I can't remember the lyrics. It's like it just says into Digimon. the digital world, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, it does do that. Uh, here, oh, I like Digimon more than Pokemon. That's what we're talking about on this week's episode of the Pot. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. hot take. I do too. I always like the character designs more. Like if I'm going for cute, Pokemon. But if you're going for like cool, like yeah, 90s extreme Edgy. Digimon's where it's no, at. Mountain Dew. <laughs> Digimon was the Mountain Dew of the pocket yeah. monsters. <laughs> yeah, for you know, sure. I, I've, I've had that conversation online before and people are like, oh man, the story of Pokemon is so much better. And I'm like, what? You have this immortal Asian kid that just goes around. He dropped out of school and he's just traveling from island to island catching monsters. Yeah, how's that better? He's like, I need you to go down there and hunt that other monster. He's been doing it for 13 <laughs> years. I want to see like an, an old Ash. To where he's like kind of down on his luck. All his friends are getting married. And he's just like kind of depressed. He's surrounded. He At this point, he has, you know, 10,000 monsters. <laughs> yeah, he just. Uh, leaving him, leaving him somewhere. Well, he's homeless now. The fad of Pokemon has passed. The The Pokemon battles and tournaments have passed. So now mm -hmm. he's living on this farm and he's eating them. 
He's chopping, chopping them up, and it's real sad. Squirtle, Squirtle! Let's make that. Let's make that show. I guarantee it would be a hit. Yeah. So 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 stupid. What a stupid intro to the show. <laughs> oh my gosh! And let's get into some trending topics, man. We're recording this a few days before you hear this. I was, you know, we could have had a bunch of D23 news. D23 is this weekend, but we are missing the, you know, the movie day. It's tomorrow. Uh, today, I was ex- I was excited. I was like, oh, man, they're doing Marvel games today, though, on Friday. I was like, okay, Simon and I are going to be able to talk about Spider-Man 2. We're going to be able to talk about Wolverine. Man, we didn't get any of that shit. No Wolverine? No Wolverine. And we'll get into that in a second. One thing that I saw earlier this week that was really cool is Marvel Studios Wonder Man. It's going to be a Disney Plus series, and it's going to be set in Hollywood. Uh, I heard they were casting an Asian dude to play him. I think it's weird because I thought that Nathan Fillion was... <laughs> I thought Nathan Fillion was in the... Maybe they took the posters out of Guardians of the Galaxy. Like that He was supposed to have a bunch of posters in that movie, Guardians of the Galaxy I, I, 2. Yeah, there's one. It's from apparently it's like when uh, Big Goo is like taking over Earth, you see it. Yeah, I never paid that much attention. Me either. I don't really like the second one that much. Another hot take. That's what this episode is. All hot takes. Hot takes. We don't have any casting news from the Fantastic Four, but a new report suggests that Jodie Comer runs with Homer. <laughs> <laughs> Toto may be cast as the fantastic, the fantastic four's Sue Storm. What do you think about that? Well, I know that Nicole is my wife is completely obsessed with Jodie Comer. I like her. She was she was great in um, Free Guy. I don't know what else she's played in. She was in that one movie that didn't do so well because Matt Damon had a chili bowl haircut. What's eating Gilbert Grant? <laughs> That's it. No, it's like uh, it had him and Adam Driver. It was actually a pretty interesting movie because it shows it's the one long ass movie, but it shows three different perspectives like Adam Driver's, Matt Damon's, and hers. But it's like a knight and it's like a medieval movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see what you're talking about. It was supposed to be really, really popular but it, it it didn't bomb but i don't think it was as popular as they expected it to be well it had let's see matt damon and ben they played affleck? Batman. yeah ben affleck and ben affleck's ben in it he looks ben fucking ben. ridiculous <laughs> he looks so ridiculous dude oh he looks bad uh um, i'll have to watch that i think it's on hbo it's really not a bad movie it's just like choices yeah you know but anyway jody comer is like cute and i think but her eyes are a little bit too far apart but otherwise i think she's really <laughs> cute <clears throat> and i like her in killing eve she's good in that show yeah yeah she is that's a good show that's a mean hot I'm take excited. i mean she's still pretty but her eyes are a little bit too far apart just look i'm excited, I'm excited about it she uh and the guy that i can't remember his name but the guy that sort of made this report was the same guy that posted that picture of the three Spider-Men on top of the bridge and everyone thought it was Photoshop. Uh-huh. And it ended up being a real photo. So there might be some merit to that 
Or he might have just got lucky once. He's a lucky once. Speaking of getting lucky, a new World War II game is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> this time it's featuring uh, Captain America and Black Panther. Not T'Challa, but his grandpa, I think? His grandpappy. I don't know. I don't know the time the time frame on that, but said World War II, World War Two. People are really excited about it. We only got a, a short teaser and some images, and I, I just, I don't know. I'm not very hopeful for it. Anne Henning is the creator of Uncharted, though, and it's her company yeah. doing it. And she says that it's going to be in the same vein as Uncharted. So I like the Uncharted games. I don't know. It's like a, it's a, you get to play between four characters, Black Panther, um, Captain America, of Waka- someone from the uh, Dora Milaje, yeah, that's how you say. Yeah, it. and then somebody from the Howling Commandos, and it's like, why the f would you want to play as those other two people? It it'll probably be co-op. Yeah. So some like si- some kind of support character. Why would you want to play as those two characters, man? Barf. <laughs> like short end of the stick. Like, oh, okay, I'm gonna be. It's like having Stevenson. this. The Can't shitty controller. Yeah. <laughs> you get the shitty controller. It's like the guy that just absorbs bullets. That's <laughs> special. He eats them, uh, but he ha- he yeah. eats them, but he has to shit out a bullet. Oh my gosh! So he, He's he goes out and he steps on all the landmines. That's his thing. You can only yeah. do it twice. <laughs> he, he's, he, one leg and then the other. Leg. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Speaking of walking around, we got another. T- so I came into Disney or D23. They're talking about the games. I'm really excited. I'm, I'm watching it. They announced Captain America and Black Panther. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. That's a good way to start it. Next is going to be a, a little bit more of, you know, Spider-Man 2. Maybe we see what Venom looks like. And then, then we're going to close it with a, you know, a little bit more than Wolverine sitting in a bar. I'm excited. But no, yeah. instead we get Marvel World of Heroes. It's a new Pokemon Go inspired AR mobile game coming to mobile devices 2023. I was like, what is this? You know what they shouldn't have in there? I don't, nobody should be going around capturing Dura Milaje or Black <laughs> Panthers. Not they're okay. Gonna be, they're going to be capturing Hydra agents. Yeah, there you go. Catch a, you know, catch a Nazi. <laughs> on that, on that Captain America game, that that same company I think was supposed to be doing a Star Wars game. If you remember, Sundance. there was like, huh? Sundance, I think it's the company. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was them, but there was somebody. I remember hearing it was supposed to be Uncharted, like, but they were making a Star Wars game. I remember there was a trailer put out, but it was like nothing. Uh, and then it got canceled because EA canceled it. Because EA sucks. EA Sports, we suck. <laughs> EA Sports, dick in your ass. <laughs> That's going to be the promo quote for the episode. <laughs> we won't be getting invited to any EA Sports events. Not that we're their target demographic. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Hey, let's look at those two guys that couldn't even play catch with each other. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> that would get winded from playing catch. 
Oh. Speaking of getting wind, <laughs> we got a new Black Adam trailer. Did you watch it, man? I haven't seen it, no. Uh, it's more of the same thing. It's I don't. This movie is going to be exactly what you think it is. There's going to be no surprises in it. It's going to be the only thing is I'm expecting Kevin Hart to be in it at some point. <laughs> like, do you I'll smell be, the sizzle? I'll be, I'll be disappointed if he's not in it. Mm-hmm. They took they did take off that weird piss filter though. There was like a yellowish filter yeah. on the trailer before they took it off. It looks way better. <laughs> piss filters. I'm, I'm still I'm still not a fan of the rock playing black adam you know we'll see i'd rather see him as batman he's the right egyptian for this role though so (laughs) well let's see what happens he was the scorpion king (laughs) that's what i mean that's what it is what happened was he went to dc and he's like hey man i want to play back black adam they're like sure man you can play whoever you want you're the wrong yeah he's like financing the movie himself (laughs) (laughs) whatever (laughs) We have no idea what we're doing, but we know that putting your name on and it could be Alfred the movie starring Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> and it would sell a million dollars. It's like wearing a, a little dollars. a little powdered wig, like it's about a too small of a toupee sitting on top of his head. Yeah, and it's like like powdered on to blend the skin tones. <laughs> I'd watch that. I'd watch the hell out of it. <laughs> oh god. So speaking of, this is random as hell, but we got, uh, so Paramount Plus, I guess this is news. Paramount Plus is now offered beep, 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 beep. <laughs> free with a Walmart Plus membership. So Walmart Plus previously, it's like $100 a year, which if okay. you get groceries delivered often enough, it pays for itself very quickly. Um, yeah. Cause it's like seven to $10 to get groceries delivered, at least where I'm, where I live. And uh, you get free, uh, sorry, free shipping with like walmart.com orders from Walmart. But anyway, they added uh, Paramount Plus and there's a bunch of, this is random, but there's a bunch of like MTV shows on there. And we were watching Next. Do you remember that like shitty dating show from the 2000s? Yeah, yeah. 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 Where they're like, she likes to party, but she's no hardy. This is Christina. You know, whatever. Some stupid. <laughs> they always said something. Someone should make a superhero show about that, but like, it's a crappy superhero interviews. Like, there's a superhero team that's looking for a new member, and they do it like next style. Like, they pull up in a bus and they do this <laughs> crappy intro, and then they're just like, next. Well, as we're watching, I was like, dude, I need to, we need to make fun of this. Why haven't, yeah. you know, like that weirdly. They're not actors, crappy, scripted. You know what I mean? Like, you know that somebody's telling them what to say, but they're not actors, so it's really bad. And and in that era of MTV, it was so bad that they were getting people from multiple, to do multiple shows. So it would be like someone was on Next, and then someone was on a separate, like, same similar show. I can't remember any of the other (laughs) shows. Yeah, the one we caught, was next all stars <laughs> holy smokes and they were like yeah we're next all stars last time i was on next i got axed for being ugly as fuck <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh, Paramount, plus, Paramount plus 
it will have all of the ninja new ninja turtle stuff so it's i mean i'll get it at some point i, I need to yeah. find my monocle though because i don't shop at walmart so <laughs> it's uh the well and you know it's really weird it's like they only have one season of the 2013 turtles on there yeah that's weird they're, They've got all the Rise. They've got all the twenty uh, two thousand three. They don't have any of the original ones. Uh, I don't oh, know why. The two thousand three is kind of cool, though. Yeah, that is kind of neat. But Teenage Mutant oh, Ninja Turtles <laughs> extreme. Yeah. I want to go back and watch those. I really like that series. Huh? That's interesting because Netflix has, and maybe it's a thing with Netflix because Netflix has the two thousand thirteen Ninja Turtles on there too. But I think they only have like two seasons. I feel like Hulu does too. I don't know. Anyway, I'll let you have a login. Hulu has, uh, Hulu has all of them. So, okay, that, yeah, it must be some kind of streaming rights thing. What a I don't weird, know. <laughs> There's something know. weird about like streaming rights. Yeah, and I have no idea who has the rights to uh, the original. I, I have no yeah. clue. Anyway, um, what was that company when we were kids? Dic, not Dick. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I, you know that. You it was F A G Family Home Entertainment. F A G. They still got it. I remember because it looked like a Crayola writing. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. What else? What's going on in the Toy World, man? Uh, they're showing some at the D twenty three stuff. They're um all Disney related, obviously, but the Avatar toys from McFarland went up for pre order, and they made mm. uh they made the Big Max. I pre ordered some of those. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I'll take any man. There's, yeah. there's an Avatar game coming out. It was so like you know how Disney is like super corny with their presentations. He was like, "Do you want a new first person shooter?" And I was like, "What the fuck is this gonna be?" <laughs> I was like, "That's like the most bizarre." History. He's right there. He's gonna shoot you. <laughs> and I just wanted to be like it cut to a cutscene and someone's head, someone's head just explode. <laughs> Like uh, my what's that movie that they always use with a dude's head? Can't remember. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember either. But yes, exactly that. Um, but no, it was like build your own avatar, and I I just fucking turned it off. <laughs> Why? And it was like it's a mobile game. It's like no one's gonna play this. Somebody oh, announcing this. I we don't commute enough. We don't commute enough to enjoy mobile games. I don't think. The, yeah, somebody's out there doing. Game, if a mobile game isn't like something I can do in 15 seconds and turn my phone off, then I'm not interested. I lose interest very quickly because they're grind, yeah. grindy games. Yeah. Yeah. You just uh, have to something. Yeah. They also showed off Mirrorverse, which is uh, McFarlane does that. That's a mobile game, I think. Um, yeah. It's more of the same crap, but they did have a Baymax. I'll probably get that one. So like the character design. So I did download that game on my. I'm just like, oh fuck, mobile games. And I'm like, I actually have that one on my iPad. <laughs> but I really just wanted to look at all the character designs. I think yeah, they're pretty good, man. Yeah, the, that's good. what I'm saying. The I like the Baymax one. Some of the others are pretty cool. Um, a, and I haven't really seen anything else. They did a. They had a pre order for a new Golden Age Batman Black Edition. They had a new for Mesco. They had another Mesco variant of the P40 Hawk, which wasn't a very popular character. I'm surprised that it sold out. They or that they even made a variant. This variant is like a jumpsuit. He doesn't have like a bomber jacket, and he's gold and green. He was kind of cool, but I like don't need another one of those. You know what I mean? I don't even <laughs> right. 
Um, and that's all I've really seen. There's some, so I, I managed to get my Renew Your Vows Spider-Man and uh, Spinneret. Did you order it pretty, or did you? I got it off of Amazon. Nice. And they're pretty good. There's, it's like really weird though. And I think, and a lot of people are complaining about like misprints or like damaged whatever, or like the quality of the figures themselves. And I'm not sure if it's like these things are have always been there and now they're windowless boxes. So people are like really focused in or the yeah. quality is just bad. Like I saw somebody on Instagram that had the Amazing Fantasy 15 Spider-Man and he was like flexing them and he just fell apart. Like his <laughs> lower ab, just like the two plastic calves just fell apart. <clears throat> and my Renew Your Vow Spider-Man, his webs are off just a bit. <laughs> So like wow. the center part is just over. So it's like not a big a deal, but it is enough for me to be like, ah, this is stupid. Yeah. That would but he's a, a while, man. He's a good figure. Toe pivot's nice. Um, maybe that's what they're like. Maybe they're just like, man, let's take, let's tell them we're doing it for like plastic. And, but let's just, so we can just shove whatever toys we want in there. Well, and yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think a lot of people are, complaining more now because they can't see the figures but i get them online anyway so i wasn't gonna see them until they're in my hand that's true yeah that's true and they're too expensive i saw the future foundation cell suit spider-man it's like 30 Mm -hmm. bucks and it's just spider-man with two web hands he doesn't even have like open hands that's stupid that's too much alternate head man right there's one spidey head Mm -hmm. um i am gonna buy that Spider-Man when I find it, though. I've been looking. Spider-Man. He's good. He's See, pretty cool. There's a, I've, I've, I've gone to Target enough to I know the guys that buy toys. Like, I see him, see him walking out with their <laughs> stacks of McFarlane toys. I'm like, oh, okay. I need to get here before you get off work. Bastard. Yeah. Nerds. So so, those, they're the worst. Uh oh, McFarland geek out. This is gonna be a week late, but today they dropped. Gotta say, McFarland Target, Target's yeah. doing whatever every week, and today they dropped RoboCop and Michelangelo as the Mummy. Last week they did Leonardo. So anyway, there's it's supposed to be a thing like if you go in the store, you'll see it. Uh, our store yeah. didn't get anything. Yours might. Yeah. Have you got all the monster figures for? I don't really, I don't really want them all. That's the thing. It's like, I, I, that Leonardo one, it's like gross. I really don't like it. (laughs) I love, I I love the Michelangelo. Not a big fan of the Donatello. Yeah. That's weak. I I would much rather him be a vampire or something instead of the invisible man. Do not care. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like a werewolf or something. Yeah. But I am going to get April and Michelangelo. What's April? Uh, uh, Bride of Frankenstein. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I like that they fit. I'm Those looking for a slam dunk Don toy. So it's like the like the classic one where he, you know, they did that series where they were like scuba diving Mikey and then Detective Donatello. There's one where he's dressed up in a basketball uniform, and had a basketball. It's one of my favorites as a kid, and I saw it recently. They're, they're re-releasing those. Yeah, all the sports ones. I'll like they're, then. yeah, they're coming in a four pack. Ooh, I'll probably get it then. I yeah. love, I love those for some reason. 
Yeah, they're and cool. And that detective, that detective Donnie was my favorite action figure as a kid, man. And that's weird that they so they made a detective Raph. Uh, Super Seven, Super Seven is making one, and they just released like the Rockstar Donnie, and then they're gonna do the Space Raph too, which I'll have to get that Rockstar. one. Rockstar Donnie was cool too. I had that one as a kid. I hope they make a Detective Donnie again, man. I'd get that. Yeah, that's been that's been the stupid amount of money on that. Stupids, stupids. Yeah, but that's really it, toy wise. I, I, it's like. I can't really throw that much money at it right now, so I'm trying not to look. Looking yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's how I am about uh, comic books. Like I've been trying to be on my best behavior lately, and so I don't look too hard. But just like this coming up week, I was just scrolling through, and I was like, oh, "I gotta get that. I gotta get that." And I was just like, "Ah." Yeah. I, they re-released the Moffex. They had a, a new Moffex Gambit, and I was like, "Well, shit! I sold this one, or I traded it. Maybe I'll just get another one." But it. It was like about to charge tomorrow. It's like that eh, canceled, <laughs> canceled yeah. again. I don't need That's it that funny. bad. That's funny. Before That's it, we before we talk about the book we're reading today, let's talk about She Hulk for a little bit. Did you watch episode four? God, can we stop talking about this girl show? <laughs> yeah, I watched it. What did you What did you think? <laughs> I continue to love it. Like, there's <laughs> at this point, I know what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not, it's just a fun, somebody put it best. And I, Derek D. Rock Dodson, if you don't follow him, he's a film critic. Uh, film D. Critic. Rock. Yeah, he's a film critic. He's on Twitter. Um, and uh, he put it best. He said, basically, and you probably already know this. Uh, basically, She-Hulk is like uh, real life, you know, family guy or whatever, like a like a cartoon sitcom essentially yeah and i'm like damn that is a great description of it because it is it doesn't take itself seriously and that's what's fun about it you can veg out you don't have to kind of like the simpsons so like the simpsons is the same thing but simpsons has like sort of this background continuing story like it Mm -hmm. may not be anything serious but there's always like a, a background continuation and that's what this is it has like a little bit connecting every episode but it's not so it's not so dependent on like cliffhangers. I know it has cliffhangers, but it's not so dependent on like these heavy plot details that all the other shows have been like so focused on. But these other shows have been trying to be really long Marvel movies. Yeah. And I feel like this does a very good job at being an actual Marvel show. Yeah. It's been, it's been aces. Um, I really have no complaints again. I'm just trying to watch it until I didn't watch it until today. And afterwards I was just talking to my wife and she was just like, Oh, that's this this show is so silly. And I was like, yeah, it is. But I, I I like the way that they, 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 it seems like they've already established what people were like, what these certain reviewers and and people on the internet were going to say. So, you know, yeah, it is crazy that like, it almost seems like they're filming it week to week. Yeah, yeah. Because last week it was like, man, I wish this show was about, you know, actual law stuff. It's attorney of law. And then in, in this episode, she's actually in the courtroom being uh-huh. a lawyer. You know what I mean? And then, and every episode does, puts in a little bit of like superhero action. Maybe not a uh-huh. lot, 
like this one, she's fighting these stupid little demons. Not a lot, but we do get to see her, you know, do her thing. And I just, I, I appreciate that. I like the <laughs> smart use. So it's very much like an anime in saving money. The smart yeah. use of CGI when she's like she's out on her date or whatever. She, her body ain't moving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or when she's at her de- when she's at her desk talking, it's just like completely still. Yeah, yeah. like Smart. it's all in the face. Um, yeah. What did you think about? Again, these are spoilers, and I never say it until it's too late. <laughs> spoilers with She-Hulk. What did you think about Danny, Donnie Blaze? Oh, I you know, it's silly. There's not really yeah. a lot there, but it's yeah. interesting to see like that sling rings don't get taken away. <laughs> Even if you fail out, you know, it was, it was a little annoying. I love ghost rider so much. Oh yeah. yeah. And, and in the teasers before the show came out, there was like the poster in the background that said, and I think it's brilliant and it's sort of like a, a hilarious, like F you to like the hardcore Nerds like one the guy that was she went on a date with, that guy made me extremely uncomfortable. Mm. It was like, do you have heat vision? Do you have super speed? I was like, God, that guy's a fucking nerd, man. What a specimen. Yeah, what a what God, that guy was gross. But there's a, a, a that poster in the previews, and it just has like the NNY Blaze. That's all you can see. Uh. And so everyone starts speculating, oh, Johnny Blaze is gonna be teased or whatever. And then they have this episode and it's Donnie Blaze and it's yeah. like this whole thing where he's not the Ghost Rider, and I just thought it was hilarious, man. Yeah, um, slightly annoying because I do love Ghost Rider, but hilarious. <clears throat> yeah, that that one guy is just a real asshole to her too. It's like, damn, man. Yikes! What do you mean, the guy at the end? No, the guy, the first guy she goes on a date with, it's like, I'm an entrepreneur. It's like, oh, what do you do? It's like, TBD. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was it was almost uncomfortable. I was like, people don't act like that, man. But I guess they, I mean, they surely, they do somewhere. somewhere. But like, the thanks for, thanks for the drinks. I was like, holy smokes, people do that? Yeah, man. I could have um, really stepped up my a-hole game back in the day. <laughs> well, I, thought I, was, I thought I was a jerk. If we were hanging out with lawyers, maybe. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, and I love, you know, there's not a lot of stakes. I do love when she says, oh, Wong's back. That'll keep us safe on Twitter for a week or whatever. It's Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was so, I, I just appreciate it, man. I think it's well done. And I said it earlier today on Twitter. It's my favorite MCU show, like, by a mile. Man. It's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the whole, the also really 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 love the <laughs> the chick they bring in <laughs> what's her madison? name madison I, so great I thought, not I where thought, you expect it i was good to, i was expected to be like so annoyed with that character but oh man like she was at first i was like ah she's annoying it's gonna be a one-off thing they bring mm-hmm. her back whenever she lands in wong's room I instantly was like, okay, this is great. Did she? What did she have in her hand? Was it like a heart? She, yeah, it was like a heart that she just like <laughs> dropped. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. 
And like listening uh, to her recount her experience being in that demon realm was just <laughs> freaking hilarious. Well, and I also love that subtext where it's like, it was a demon, but I can't say his name. You know, it's like, oh, Mephisto. Yeah, yeah. Is it Mephisto? The Mephisto? Yeah, the Mephisto thing. And they're just like playing at the 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 hype that Loki had about Mephisto, which I think, I think is so funny. And, uh, and, um, was it one division? Yeah, yeah, I, both of those. I think that it's just refreshing to see someone else make fun of hardcore nerds like we have been. Like, yeah. our, our buddy Carlos, he was texting me today. Is like, what the fuck is wrong with people? Like, this is a good show. People yeah. are just all wrapped up in being dude bros that so they can't enjoy it. Um, I, I genuinely don't understand it, man. I, and I, I, you know, I, I think the people that because there's there's the dude bros that review things in the lens of like women or brown people shouldn't be in stuff, right? <laughs> and then there, it's like two extremes. And there's like actual reviewers that give nuanced critiques. But like, I feel like the people that give nuanced critiques, which I appreciate listening to, and then like, we're kind of in the middle or we just yeah. don't really have an actual opinion. We just kind of watch <laughs> yeah. things. And we don't really care unless it sucks. <laughs> but I feel like the people that act, give actual critiques are almost afraid to say anything because of those dude, dude bros being so hypercritical about every little thing, they don't want to give them like any real ammo. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, we've had confrontations like that where I'm like, uh, um, the last Jedi is one of my favorite star Wars, <laughs> not one of my favorite star Wars movies, but I think it's the best of that sequel trilogy. I think it was yeah. a pretty good movie overall because it's subverted expectations, but like, well, what about this? I'm like, I wasn't thinking yeah. about that. You were. I don't really care about that. Yeah. Like, yeah, so yeah. whatever. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. What about the something. casino thing? It's like, yes, that was stupid. We all know it was stupid. Look past it. I never would have guessed the twerking thing. Like when we recorded last week's episode, we kind of talked. We talked about it, but we didn't really go into detail. Since then, like it was a huge deal online. <laughs> like, yeah. People were. Yeah crazy upset about it and i just i still don't understand it to this day i don't understand the backlash on like the show well that the main argument the main argument has been like she complained about cat calling and then she uh i don't fucking know <laughs> oh now she's yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah now she's twer- now she's twerking on screen i'm like why do those things have to be synonymous why 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 can't both of those things be yeah, man. real? Women can enjoy dancing in whatever form it, whether or not you think it's sexy or they're just dancing. I had to unfollow thing. a dude and I've never emotionally unfollowed anybody before, but this guy on Instagram was just like, she was uh, complaining about cow calling and now she's over there giving it a positive light to being a whore. And I was like, what? <laughs> What are you Damn. talking about? They were like, have you seen any of Megan the Stallion videos? I was like, yes, I have. I, I watch it in incognito mode all the time. <laughs> and then it was like, she's she's 100%, you know, promoting being a whore. And I'm like, dude, I can tell that this is, this is going to sound, this is going to sound bad. There's nothing wrong with this. But I immediately thought like, dude, you married your first girlfriend, man. <laughs> like you met you met a girl when you were twelve. You stayed with her through high school. You were the captain of the football team. 
But you didn't have mm-hmm. sex until you got married. You didn't have sex. You guys only did over the pants stuff. <laughs> you watched you watched uh TBN or whatever whatever that channel is. And there was just nothing wrong with any of that stuff, but I can tell this guy individually, but all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you when you have that Voltron of a terrible person, <laughs> I, I can tell that that was one of those guys. Yeah, and I was like, Dude, I don't need to interact with you anymore ever in my life. I don't know. It's weird. I I was gonna say something I can't really remember, but it's it's strange that people get so upset about it because it really is. It's just a TV show. It's just about having fun, and now it's poking poking fun of all those people. So. Yeah, I think it's what makes it so great. And and the fact that none of those people are talking about the call out at the beginning of that episode, but yeah. all they're talking about is the twerking at the end shows you that like, oh yeah, they're that's true. That's pretty spot on. We get no complaints from us. That's that's us. Yeah, it's like uh that Matt Ramos guy. <laughs> you know, he's not gonna he's not gonna be watching he's looking for the <clears throat> he's looking for the guest stars man he's not actually watching the yeah. show it's all those the guest stars and the and the buff bearded man to save the day i i don't know man i i think it's weird i think it's weird to you know there there's i've seen tweets that were like tony stark died for this and i'm like not what? real he's not dead he's robert downey jr is alive <laughs> he's sitting on his stacks of money and he doesn't care about you, man. He does not give a shit about you. Or Tony, he doesn't give a shit about Tony Stark. Yeah. And there is, it. I will say that at times I'm kind of jaded. There's a lot of stuff that I haven't liked. Again, Carlos and I were talking about that. It's like, <clears throat> it's easy to be jaded when you've seen like over 10 years of Marvel mm-hmm. movies. But man, some of the people complaining, they don't remember or they weren't around in the times where comic book movies were really bad, like really, yeah. really, really bad. Uh, where like Morbius came out on top, <laughs> like not so bad. Morbius would have been, the, yeah. Morbius would have been the good movie back then. Yeah, Morbius is definitely. I'm not, like, saying, I'm not, I'm not saying Blade is bad, but Morbius, yeah. if it came out at the time of Blade, it would have been like, damn, these are great movies. I can't wait till they cross over. <laughs> you know? What I was, I mean? Yeah, I was about to say the same thing actually. Yeah, if, or looking at the old Fantastic, Fantastic Four, the old Captain America, the first yeah. Spider-Man's, that's nostalgia for us. Movies are okay, right? They're not perfect. They're goofy as all get out. Um, I'm trying to think. The old, like Batman Forever, man, Batman and Robin. That was the shit we grew up with, so shut up. I love those, and I loved those movies when they came out. It wasn't oh. until the world told me that they were bad that I was like, oh, yeah, I guess they were bad. <laughs> Yeah, those rose tinted glasses fell off your face. I'm the same way. I remember being like all about it. I uh, to this day I say Batman Forever is a good movie. I, no one can tell me that that's not a good movie. I like that yeah, movie. Man, quote that shit by heart. I said it the other yeah. day. Try Fireman. <laughs> let's take off. Like I don't know why. <laughs> I, I like why. that movie. I don't care. I'll give I'll give the critics Batman and Robin. It's filling with boiling acid. Yeah. Just because of that uh, Chris O'Donnell scene where he's folding his laundry and ironing his clothes, <laughs> turn off the turn the TV off every time. <laughs> nope. Yeah, when he takes Chris O'Donnell that, takes the guy's hearing aid to. I'm all about it, man. My hearing aid. <laughs> that guy was too much. Who hired that actor? Get out of here, get out of here, Chris O'Donnell. The show's great. If you're complaining about it, 
I don't care, man. You're get, you're getting ignored. That no one's pushing the female agenda. Ladies exist. Um, giant green ladies don't exist. This isn't but real. I, but I kind of wish they did. Uh, what about that last guy? At first, I was like, this guy is the absolute worst. People like this don't exist. Or he's like a serial killer. Like they have given me serial killer vibes. Yeah. The guy that was like, I don't, I'm so tired of talking about myself. Let me hear about you. And then like, <laughs> I was like, this dude is a murderer, man. Well, I mean, uh, I kind of had a feeling it was going to end up exactly like it did. Whether she was right. She-Hulk in the morning or not, he was going to like yeah. walk out. Yeah. I kind of felt bad for her. I was like, damn. Yeah. You can keep the sweater. Yeah. It's, <laughs> The process of She Hulk and then it just like donkey punched him. <laughs> yeah. Just not the perfect. not the not the urban dictionary donkey punch. Don't no, look that up. She should. She should have pegged his ass. <laughs> now that would have made for great Disney TV. <laughs> yeah. we, like the sh- we like the show, guys. Uh let us know what you think. Uh, I think our boy Matt Murdock's gonna be in the next episode. What does this make? Five? Is this the fifth one? Next week will be five. Yeah, so there's only six, right? No, there's nine. Oh, really? Okay, cool. Yeah, because yeah, they're only 35 nine. minutes. Are they usually an hour long? Yeah, they're usually 45 to an hour. Nice. I also they're like that. Hour. I love a 30-minute show. Their shows it's are so too good. long now. I've seen people complain like, man, I wish the show was longer. And I'm like, I think it's perfect. I think making yeah. it longer would be a huge disservice to it. I don't think it has... Like it's not serious. It's not. It, I think it's perfect to jam pack all this stuff into thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. We just they want it longer because they just want more nerd content. Like, hey man, they want it longer because they want more shit to complain about. Like, yeah, just like chill out, man. Enjoy the show and then go outside. Yeah, watch your thirty minutes and then Smell go for some a walk, flowers. Smell some girls. Jesus. You know, do whatever you yeah. want to do. Get your She Hulk on. I'm glad that Titana, uh, Ty, whatever her name is, is coming back. I, I like that character, and hopefully they uh, they do something good with her. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's yeah, all man. we got, guys. We're going to take good a break. We'll be right back. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Okay, everybody, it's Michael E. Cullen II. And I'm Sesame Encarta from the All Too Real 2 podcast. We're passionate about movies, TV, and pretty much all things pop culture. Dive into the chaos of failed sitcoms, direct-to-video sequels, and the quirky realms of cinema and TV. Join us every Thursday for your dose of All Too Real 2 entertainment. We'll guide you through debates like whether Howard the Duck qualifies as a superhero. Ponder if Larry the Cable Guy could be the new rock or Schwarzenegger. Discover if some shows and movies should have stayed in the cutting room. Ever heard of a sitcom featuring that dictator with the funny mustache? Well, we watched it. We're dedicated to unraveling the peculiarities of pop culture, sometimes with awesome guests. So, if you're into the eccentric world of pop culture, listen and subscribe to All Too Real 2. Available wherever you find podcasts and on Age of Radio. Welcome back, guys, and thank you for giving us a second to catch our breath. This is the section of the podcast where we review a trade, and some people call it a trade review. This week, we are reviewing an original graphic novel, so we won't have like the issue breakdown that we usually do with our volumes, but 
when Image sent this over to us, I was like, oh man, this is definitely my cup of tea. I know Simon, it's his cup of tea as well. So I wanted to, it comes out the same day that you're listening to this. Like it's not out at the time of us recording this, but the Wednesday this episode comes out, this will be out. So go pick it up and uh, you can read along. Yeah, when uh, Image Comics, the corporate structure, called me and they said, Simon, we want you to look at this book. Actually, it was Ted Image. He called <laughs> me and I conferenced in Simon okay, because I know yeah. they're very good friends. Right. And uh, and I wanted Simon to be in on the conversation. They yeah, caught yeah. up for a little bit. And then he said, hey, man, on you know, I have this book that is coming out. I want you guys to check it out. <laughs> Ted and Todd Image. I don't know if y'all knew they're twins. <laughs> Yeah, they're twins. Uh, very good friends, old old family friends of both of ours families. Yeah, Ted Image, um, Todd Pictures. So, complete sidebar, guys. No, and absolutely no relation to this episode at all. But Simon, you came to a re- revelation the other day in your family. We were talking about family. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to hear that. the story. I know you were trying to tell <laughs> anybody that would listen the other day. <laughs> the other day. <laughs> So and I don't think you got the response you wanted to. So I wanted to I want to tell the listeners the story. Yes. I want you not, to tell them. Not from a damn one. Not from a single person did I get the reaction. I told someone I else that story though, so Yeah, well that's better yeah. than anyway. word of mouth, man. Now <clears throat> the legend lives on. Yeah, so uh my grandfather had a twin brother. And uh they were for everyone listening, it was William Taft Welch, was my grandfather. And his brother's name was Theodore Roosevelt Welch. Uh, obviously, Dr. What the? F- oh, I forgot my great-grandfather's name. Anyway, he, Michael? Anyway, he loved the presidents. Um, so he names him <laughs> William Taft and Theodore Roosevelt. And I'm sitting there thinking, <laughs> I don't know why I'm thinking this in the middle of the night. Mainly because I have an art show tomorrow. Uh, I had a cousin uh, whose father is... Theodore Roosevelt Welch, and she sent me a painting of them too. Uh, And I was just thinking about her and thinking about this art show that I have. And like, I don't know. Anyway, and I was like, yeah, man, I, you know, in my head, this is like, I'm in the middle of halfway falling asleep. Uh, You know, when you just have like weird half-assed dreams and I'm thinking about this and I'm like, yeah, grandpa Bill, we called him grandpa Bill. That's Bill. You know? And I was like, what's the short name for Theodore? I'm like, what is that? And then I go, holy shit. <laughs> and I wake up Nicole. <laughs> and she's like, huh? what? What? And I was like, my grandfather and his brother are Bill and Ted. <laughs> <laughs> and she immediately fell back asleep <laughs> and was very mad that I woke her up. But I was like, Bill and Ted, babe, you know? You know, she's like, I like, don't. No, I have no I, I have, I've never seen those movies. <laughs> it's like, I don't care. I know, but I don't care. I told somebody yeah. at work, and he was like, "Hi, huh, yeah, I get it." I was like, "Is it? Isn't that funny?" It's not, a, like, it's not a joke, man. It's my life. <laughs> he was like, "No, it's not really that funny, though." It's like, "Fuck you, fuck everybody." All right, it is funny. <laughs> now you have to do an entire art series where you paint a bunch of portraits, like significant scenes from the Bill and Ted movies, but with either your grandfather and his brother's heads instead, or the real Theodore Roosevelt and William Taft, their heads <laughs> instead of uh, Keanu Reeves and Ted. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> Whatever uh, that guy's name is in real life. 
Uh, or yeah. was Keanu Reeves Ted? No, Keanu Reeves was Bill, right? No, Keanu Reeves was... Wait. I don't remember. This is no, it, guys. Think, this, is what you're, I, this is what you came to. I, I, think, I think Keanu Reeves is Ted. You're probably Pretty right. Sure. I haven't seen those movies since 1997. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Um. Anyway, yeah, so stupid. But I was uh, very impacted and I... <laughs> And I was super excited to learn that, but nobody really. I was excited for you because that's pretty cool. I did love those movies as a kid. So I'm excited for you, man. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. Now you have to live up to their legacy. You have to get like an old phone booth and put it in your backyard. Right. Just for playing the air guitar. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, be excellent. Like, well, your, like, your, like your grandfather and his brother used to do back in the day. <laughs> right. Time travelers, man. Oh my gosh. This is the section of the podcast where we <laughs> review a trade. <laughs> Some people call it a trade review. I didn't even tell you what book we're reading. I'll let you guys know that the president of Image Comics, Todd McFarlane, called Simon and I to have us review this book, but mm-hmm. I didn't tell you what it was. It's a book called Everyday Hero Machine Boy. And I got to know, Simon, just from the cover, initial thoughts. Uh, Well... I was excited to read it because I love anything, you know, we love uh, Astro Boy. We we love all that kind of mm-hmm. shit. Um, and so I love Rusty the Boy Robot, which is derivative, obviously, yeah. of Astro Boy. And so I was excited to see where this was going to go. I really like the, was it Stephen Wonder kind of Cal Arts style to it? Yeah, yeah. Steven Universe. That's it. Uh, Stevie Wonder. <laughs> I love the Stevie. I love the Stevie Wonder. I didn't read it. <laughs> I love Stephen Stephen Wonder, who's his. That's his. That's his cousin. I got it. It's his father. My father, Stephen. My father is Stephen Wonder. Anyway, um, so I was excited. <laughs> I was excited to to dive into it. I really like his style on the cover too. It's cool. So I was was curious to see how they all went together. All right, let's see the synopsis. So as I mentioned earlier, it was, it's an original, original graphic novel, which means it just, it's a straight up book, no individual issues. So I don't have the issue breakdown. We're going to try to skim through the chapters. It is broken up in chapters, but the synopsis of the entire book is it's a bird. It's a plane. It's machine boy. When Machine Boy falls from the sky into the domed city, Mega 416, he leaves a wake of destruction in his path until Karate Grandpa is able to turn his heart. That's a great name. That's Mm -hmm. I love it so much. Now Machine Boy wants nothing more than to become a hero, whether he's fighting giant bugs in a school basement, rescuing cats from trees, or making the perfect spaghetti sauce. Machine Boy is always looking for the best way to help others. But when his heart begins to interact dangerously with other debris from space, Machine Boy wonders if he can be a power for good after all. Rising Star, I can't, I'm not, I'm not going to butcher these, these people's names. And I did not do enough research to, to say them correctly. Amazing creators. uh, They present a funny and engaging adventure that asks, can you override your own programming? Ooh, that's a good, that's a good tagline. Override. It looks like Irma Nivila and Tree Wong. 
just to give culture denying. Well, just to give, you know, you can look at the cover and, and judge for yourself. That's yeah. You don't want me to be like my country man accent. <laughs> I got that tripod. <laughs> I got this, Simon. Uh, so let's talk about chapter one again. Like I mentioned in the synopsis, Machine Boy crashes onto Earth. Karate Grandpa is at the market picking up tomatoes. What are you thinking of this first chapter, man? <laughs> what are you thinking about the world? What do you think? Where are you at? Chapter one. Well, I love that. that I say I love a lot, but like there's. Loving is loving's cool, man. It's a good thing. Anthropomorphic animals is great. And I'm trying to think what it reminds me of. Just have like a dog guy, Mr. Hound. It's just, it's just a dog. Nobody. Yeah, the whole. I like that about the whole world. How there's like. It's not just people. It's not like robots. Being Having a robot kid isn't like a weird thing. It's not out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. And it, it's funny. So, he, you know, he comes down from space and it's like this thing. It's not a huge thing, but it is a thing. And we learn later that it's kind of they're used to it a little bit. Right. Yeah. In this uh, city. But some of the fights that he's having with Karate Grandpa are pretty funny. Like just the back and forth, the punch. And then he's like staring at his hand throbbing. And then <laughs> when he's fighting him and he, the dude just fucking suplexes him and his feet and the next <laughs> panel are just sticking up like that. Love it. That's my kind of humor. Um, yeah, I agree. Cry Grandpa's cool too, man. He's he's real cool because he's like this, you know, the typical uh, in an anime or cartoon. He's like the old lazy man that is actually like a badass. Like Master Roshi is an old lazy pervert, but he's mm-hmm. actually a badass. Uh, one one complaint, and this is probably I'm not gonna say small and I'm not gonna say that, but I don't like his eyes. They look like they're rolled backwards, right? Yeah, that just throws me off. The robot's eyes are two lines instead. He doesn't have any pupils, and I could not pin down how that looks. Are they indented right there? Or I just couldn't pin, and it just bothered me. Yeah, the way I saw it, this whole comic, it's like how people draw eyes rolling back into their head. (laughs) Like, that's all I could see. They're they're always rolling back the entire time? That's creepy. Yeah, that's just, that's what I saw. Yeah, I just couldn't get over it. But other than that, I, I agree with you, man. I loved, I loved a lot of this, like back and forth between the two of them. Karate Grandpa's fighting this metal man, mm-hmm. and he's good. He's not a wimp, but this, this, the splash page of when um, he tries to change his heart. So he, Machine Boy, comes across this bird that's dead. He doesn't understand death or anything, so he starts to freak out. Yeah, it looks like it's going to explode. He saw it alive, I think, and then it dies or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it landed on his head, landed in his hands. I do love that Karate Grandpa isn't like malicious at all. He's fighting this robot, but he still like answers his question when he pulled, mm-hmm. he puts up the bird to him. Like genuinely good character. Yeah, and then the splash page is great. He sh- he tries to stop his heart essentially with this like finisher move. And then you get to see once we saw all of his life, I was like, mm. yeah, he sad. did. <laughs> he did. And it was so sad. And that's how chapter one ends. 
is basically when without even saying it, Karate Grandpa forgives Machine Boy, and Machine Boy sort of realize like grow his heart grows three times bigger, you know, the Grinch style, and uh, he dies right there. I was just like, what the fuck, man? This is how you start this chapter one. Yeah, I'm about to start well, crying, man. It's interesting uh, how Robot Machine Boy was it. Machine Boy. Machine Boy. How he evolves. You know, he's got this weird, like, uh, destroyer armor face. And then, you know, after these events happen and his heart kind of changes, then his face opens up and you can actually see he has a mouth and nose and he's, he's a kid. Um, and he cries. So he's like a robot, but he's not like... And he eats later on in the book you see him eating, so he's he not like sweats. a... Yeah, he's not like a traditional... Beep, 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 robot. <laughs> robot, robot, robot. Uh, but yeah, the really sad part is of him seeing Karate Grandpa's heart stopping is rough. Yeah. Yeah, I could, t- I mean, I tell you right now, when we're talking about things we loved about chapter one is it in a short 20 pages, it really makes you like this character and feel for the world. And it had somehow it pulled out emotional stakes in 20 pages. Mm-hmm. It was like an Uncle Ben Spider-Man moment in my eyes. Yeah. yeah. What'd you think? What'd you think about the first chapter? Oh, it was great. Yeah. I really don't, you know, I agree with the ice thing. I really dig that. But the rest of it's really great. Um, I don't have any complaints. I think, it bothered, I think yeah. it bothered me later on, especially in chapter two. Yeah. Where he's like talking to his grandmother and it's like it just it looked weird to me i couldn't get over it. yeah but what the hell what the hell do i know i'm just a dude Simon, what happened in chapter two man so in chapter two um machine boy has been adopted by karate grandma mm-hmm. um and we see her training him and there's some interesting things here i just noticed this this parallel she says i won't let you just like go the karate grandfather that's his name uh g-o-h mm-hmm. um, and she kind of adopts him because like he's trying to bring her tomatoes for the spaghetti sauce uh, yeah you can tell he feels bad about what he did because he's also trying to rebuild the greenhouse because he overhears them mm-hmm. yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. It. so so he, he does feel bad i love that little splash not splash face but a little panel of her attacking because she's not weak either. Like her right. attacking him, and then he instantly reacts. I thought that was a great, a great panel. Mm. Yeah, it's it's really great to see just how she pulls him in. She's obviously a good and caring woman as well. And that was like the last kind of the last mission that Karate Grandpa sent him on was to bring tomatoes to her. Um, and seeing her train him. You know, he tries to build this greenhouse and it's really bad and seeing her try to train him to be better and focus and and make this beautiful thing. And then at that point, then he's fully adopted into, you know, into the family, um, into her family and like has clothes now. And yeah, a bunch of his what he becomes his grandpa, essentially. She calls him grandson. She got he he says that that's his grandma. And so he she he gets a box of his grandpa's old stuff, goes old stuff, and he makes this that freaking helmet, which is great, man. It's like a Macross helmet or something yeah. from Gundam. It looks so cool. 
it looks like this character design is great. I do I do complain about the eyes, but I think the rest of the character design is freaking perfect. <clears throat> I like most of it. Uh, I I do really like the like slotted armor kind of yeah. machine casing, whatever you want to call it. Um, so it's it's nice, and uh, the way he wears his clothes for some reason reminds me of, like the Akira. Um, not yeah. that character, but the you know the whole movie. Kind yeah, of the nineties nineties Japanese fashion. Yeah. And so this is this chapter two is essentially the summer. He's getting acclimated into that world. Other people like uh Mr. Hound start to accept him as like not a monster, essentially. Mm-hmm. I did find it kind of interesting that they like I don't know how long it takes. It seems like it just takes a night, but they build this whole greenhouse. He goes Mr. Yeah, Hound goes out surprised, but there's like fully grown tomatoes in there. Maybe they went and bought them somewhere else. Yeah. Otherwise, just, yeah. whatever. Yeah. How you feeling after two chapters in? I'm still interested. They are really short. They read really fast uh, each chapter. So, yeah, I was worried that it was going to be. I was worried it was going to be too long of a book for us to read. But no, I was like, oh man, it's you know, it's two hundred something pages. We usually get fifty pages shorter. So I wasn't. I was like, man, I hope it's not like a slog. It was pretty fast. Yeah, yeah, extremely fast. Everything uh, you read through the story itself really fast, and it's intriguing. So, <clears throat> yep, it definitely it definitely keeps the vibe of like a Steven Universe sort of like a those kind of shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's various shows in the same style and same like adventure uh, adventure storytelling, which I love Steven Universe, so I don't have a problem with that at all. Right. Fairly original story. I, I I I'm into it so far. Chapter three, more of the universe. He's actually more kid like. There's a famous superhero <laughs> team that's also a world famous band. He's obsessed with them. I love that they make him more kid like. And yeah. I love that this I love the superhero team. I love that superhero team. Their name is Orphan Universe, which is a great name. <laughs> yeah, it's great so band funny. Name, great superhero name. Because they have some of these characters, like I was talking about, like they have a character that's exactly like 90s anime. He's always crying, like always crying. Um, But he's drawn in that style. And then they kind of have like this, I don't know, ephemeral type and like a vampire type. And this other guy with the pink hair, I don't know anything. And then this guy, Chad, who's just a dude. Just a dude. (laughs) And he's always like looking off in the wrong direction. Um, There's one part later in the book where they're all pointing up like you get to save the universe or whatever and he's turned around <laughs> i didn't notice that so good man he's Chad might so be my favorite character now he's so clueless um but it's it continues again like i said with this adventure storytelling and in the same vein of like a steven universe i'll try not to say that too many times what but <laughs> Have you ever seen Steven Wonder Universe? Um, <laughs> but he, you know, he's a kid, and I love that they're making him more kid like. He's more human as the story goes on. Van they're Hayden. having this, yeah, there's a, another comet hitting Mega City or Mega 416, and Orphan Universe's superhero team is basically saying, We'll take care of it. Don't worry. We release a thousand tickets or whatever into the uni- into the world, into the city. And uh, we're giving a show tonight. 
Yeah, they're gonna get rid of they're gonna get rid of the the comment, but also put on a concert for free. I had no idea what was happening when they said that. I was confused. I was like, "What are they a band too?" Because they look like a cool superhero team. I actually forgot yeah. about the meteor. So like, <laughs> I got past that page, read the rest of it, and then I was like, "What is that that they're blasting out of the sky?" <laughs> I look back. The you know Machine Boy wants to skip training, yeah. and Grandma's like, "Nah." You got to still because he wants to go get a ticket. Yeah. And I really love what she said here. She said, don't rob tomorrow to feed today. She said, if you, if you skip once, you're going to skip tomorrow. You can skip whenever. I screenshotted that for my personal reasons, uh, for, for copyright sake. I didn't screenshot it for distribution or anything like that. I (laughs) I screenshot (laughs) it for my own personal uh, use. Yeah. Don't take us off the press list, Mr. Image. <laughs> Mr. Image. Um, but I love even when he's done. When he's done with his training and chores, whatever. He's gonna go get this ticket, but he stops for, like you said, seemingly random things. Like he stops to help a cat out of a tree. He stops to help a woman yeah. open the door. Yeah, what's so cool about that is like he's not human. He came down, he was gonna destroy everything, like without knowing. And then before he runs out, he bows to, you know, he's in a hurry. He wants to get this done. He bows to his grandfather, their memorial, the memorial they have of him, saves those cats, blows past this lady, and then realizes, like, damn, I'm a hero. So then he turns back around and opens it. And I really love that moment where he turns around and opens the door for that lady because she's still like, yeah. nah, bitch. <laughs> and he just does the right thing. Yeah. And then he gets there. All the tickets are sold out, but Grandma finds him a ticket, which is really sweet. Yeah, um, sweet. It's like, you, you're you allowed to be a kid, which I love that moment. But then he's denied yeah. because everybody knows he's the one that killed Karate Grandpa on accident. <clears throat> yeah, and destroyed Mr. Hound's place. And yeah. so this dude rips his ticket up, and I was like, man, fuck yeah. this dude. I mean, I'm, I didn't realize I was so emotionally invested into this story. But like, I was like, man, that's messed up, dude. I mean, these characters aren't real. But I was like, damn. Yeah, I was the same when he's like, what? Your boy doesn't get, get to go to the concert. What a fucking prick. Yeah. And I, I you know, I, I love there not being. We get more context on the city, but I love that there's not a lot. You don't know if like a set time period or anything. And but he hit, he hitches a ride on this flying like van. Which I thought was cool. I just love the how ambiguous the world is. That's yeah. what I love about Dragon Ball, like the old original series, mm-hmm. is that you have like flying cars, you have all this future technology, but you also have like saber tooth tigers and dinosaurs and things like that. Yeah, dinosaurs. It kind of seems like so the orphan, um, what are they called? Universe, I think. Yeah. It's interesting that they almost kind of do like a spirit ball thing. Like they're getting mm-hmm. the love from all these guys and it's even drawn kind of like that. That's what makes yeah. me think it's like a single, uh, eighth note with like a ball around it with like the sketchy, like it wasn't yeah. Dragon Ball Z. And, uh, I think your song is hilarious. Like they're all doing different styles, like of music. And uh-huh. you know, like the crying guy is singing like a, uh, R&B love ballad <laughs> like they're Girl. all singing all different all different kinds of music and the crowd is just eating it up man yeah Chad whoa, whoa. <laughs> so yeah and they blast this thing out of the sky man I thought it was cool a little piece breaks away 
And now we know that our hero, we knew he was a hero already from the little stuff he was doing. That's what heroes do. But the guy that was a jerk to him is about to get just obliterated. Can you imagine if that meteorite hit that guy? He would be freaking Jerry Pie on that wall. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So our hero, man, saves, saves his life, even though he didn't have to. Yeah. He jumps in front of it and catches it. Um, but then we have we have this random new character, this little so the Tony. triangles, yeah Tony. So triangles are kind of <laughs> like pretty popular. Machine Boy has one on his chest. That's what mm-hmm. uh, Ninja Karate Grandpa like put his hand in front of. And then yeah. we've got this other one who sprouts arms and legs. It's super random though. Uh, I, you know I don't know. It was super random, but super random. But it's cute. It's this little triangle with arms and legs, real tiny. Yeah, I like it. I like it because yeah, it's just and then and the next chapter starts with the it's a solid blank page, but it has Tony at the bottom with like a Viking helmet and a sword. I'm like, that's adorable, man. Yeah, Hopefully we see more Tony. Well, yeah, and then we go right into it <laughs> in chapter four. What happened uh, in chapter four, man? Yeah, in chapter four, so. First of all, he knights Tony, which is adorable. The house of <laughs> Tony, house of grandma, first of your kind. Just oh, good. freaking cute. But he talks about yeah. like he tried to save all these other, he had a baby and <laughs> like a fish and some monster. <laughs> yeah. And he tried, and she's yeah. like, you can't have any pets. Um, And this is when this book really turns into something interesting because now he's going to school. He's a freshman. Yeah. And they sent him on like this epic class, you know, there's like the freshman assembly, which we all think is ridiculous. But then we've got this weird principal that basically says you're going into <laughs> very, the dungeon. An- very anime. This, this book at this point feels like uh, an anime show. Yeah. Or it just feels like a show in general. Like this is just every chapter is a new episode, which I like. I, I agree. Him going, I, I love that it's not like a prejudice thing. It's so easy to do like, Oh gross. That's a robot. How dare like they, he does get a little bit of that from the jocks, but yeah. I like that. It's generally accepted, even though he's kind of like, he's more chastised for being a dork. Right. 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 And like yeah. being a robot. We and do we also get, get introduced to this character named yeah. B. B. Yeah. So let's cool. say, yeah. Interesting. Kind of looks like she has a mustache or he, you know, I, I yeah. you know can't really make it out because it's just text. But uh, she wears her hoodie drawstring all the way up to where you can just see her eyes. Uh, yeah, candy. But they get dropped into this dungeon <laughs> where they've got to solve this problem, which ends up being funny because the principal's like, "It's not really a problem. I just dropped my keys down the toilet, so they're somewhere <laughs> down yeah. there." He's like, "I promise it's sanitary." Yeah, <laughs> it's. it's I love that it's so that, you know, it makes it seem like it's this grand thing. And then he immediately is like, "Eh, it's not that it's not that serious. But it is still this serious because the keys happen to be in this like on this pillar surrounded by this sticky mode. So it's like, yes, it's not that it just it's not that serious. And I appreciate that this book makes you see like, hey, man, just a fucking book. This is just what's happening. Yeah. And they're walking around. Like he gets teamed up with B. Uh, no one else wants to be with her. So they're walking around all these hazards, like the swinging blades, things like pistons that are mm-hmm. coming down. And they, they're these weird kind of mechanical shrimp 
that are cleaning the pipes. Um, it's it's funny, man. I don't know. It's yeah. so funny. Um, she's the anime character. She's like the angsty anime character, the Vegeta uh, to Goku. She's the Hiei to Yusuke. I don't want to get too keep going you know, anime anime nerd on you guys, but yeah, she's like the, the angsty. She's like <laughs> she's like the angsty. You know, the main character is goofy and fun loving, and then you have the contrast. His best quote unquote best friend is like mm-hmm. the angsty one, and she's yeah. like the Vegeta to his Goku, which is it's great because they're fighting. But he's like oblivious, just like a young Goku, which is like, oh, yeah. She's like, do you ever stop talking? He's like, nope, that's kind of what I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. The the obliviousness is really great. Um, and, uh, you know, they kind of get picked on by some jerks that they found the keys. But the these jerks are like, no, nah, we're not going to help you down or whatever. I, I don't quite. It seems like Machine Boy gets stuck by a magnet or something. And then he B falls gets, into a trap and then she gets stuck. Yeah, but he's like magnetized to the top of the trap. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I guess. I don't know. Um, but they kind of figure I out love, a way. I love the bullies, man. Yeah, they're two birds. <laughs> they look like do you remember that show? Do you remember that show Duckman? Oh yeah. They look like characters from Duckman. <laughs> like the his lesbian sister or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, duck man, bring it back! (laughs) But as they, as they, the bullies are like, "Oh, B, you should team up with us." That guy's a fucking dork. And then she's, you know, she's comes around finally. She's like, "Well, you know what? Fuck those guys. Let's work together." And they do this fastball special, which is always cool. It doesn't matter in what situation; it's always cool, man. It's super cool, and it took me a while to figure out that she was like stuck in something sticky. I thought it was acid, and I was like, "God, that got dark." But she's, <laughs> she's dead. Yeah, but she she's stuck in the sticky stuff, but somehow finds a way to kick him out of his cage, and then kind of kick him with the fastball special. Launches. Yeah, she's got intense leg. legs, man. Yeah, uh, and he's gonna get the keys. Yeah, you see the value of his character once again because he's like flying through the air. He's about to get these keys. And and he um, kind of gives him up for a character that we didn't mention earlier. That's like really, really into uh, orphan universe. Yeah, right. Like super yeah. into him. They make you love this guy, man. He's a great character. Mm-hmm. Like this is the t- kind of stuff that you're like, yeah, that's great. That's that's main character stuff right there. You know, I yeah. like it. I I I am a huge fan so far. I don't like his eyes still. They're just fuck. That's fucking weird, man. A weird choice. Yeah. It, one no, thing. No pupils would have been better for me. Yeah. One thing I didn't realize is that this this guy floating. You know, like you see his face. I just didn't make a connection with, uh, you know what we find out later. I would just had no idea that he was. You talking about the the cliffhanger at the end of this chapter? Yeah. So, big twist at the end of chapter four is that B is an um, infiltrator, essentially. She's at the school because she's supposed to keep an eye on Machine Boy. Yeah. She's like uh, Drew Barrymore in uh, Never Been Kissed. 51st. Oh, yeah. Never Been Kissed. 51st Kisses. This book it is really... 
I know what this book is doing, man. It's uh, it pulls at your heartstrings every mm-hmm. chance it can. So grandma in chapter five it starts out grandma's uh, fixing up this this old car that they have, and then you get this flashback of like her and and karate grandpa of like they had this dojo where they're teaching kids in the community. I mean, it's a great moment. And then at the bottom, you see these people ask them like, Hey, when are you guys going to have kids next time? They're still like enjoying each other's life. They're still doing karate with the, you know, kids of the community. And again, they're like, man, it sucks. You guys never had kids, you know, cause you guys are great at it. And it's it just like, it was just, it's kind of like, sad thing. Like maybe they couldn't have kids. Yeah. That's kind of what I thought, but there, there's almost like multiple generations when they're really young there's a pink haired guy and it's two pink haired kids. And then when they get a little older, there's a pink haired lady and her pink haired kid. So it's like, oh, wow, I didn't notice that. Damn. One, so thing, perceptive. <laughs> one thing I really enjoy is how they kind of, there's like this wash over the flashbacks. Uh, flashbacks. Yeah. Everything's kind of faded, but not really. It's like the, the best way I can describe it. If something's yellow, then it's like, kind of a washed out yellow if something's black yeah. it's kind of a greeny red kind of brown pastel black. colors it looks like yeah 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 a lot of pastels I um love i love it man and i'm not even ashamed to say it i it uh, it pulls at your heartstrings it got me man i was like damn damn leave me alone uh, book there it's like halloween time and yep. he's dressed as a hot dog which is fantastic <laughs> So great, man. I've always wanted to be a hot dog for Halloween. Mm-hmm. But it reminds me of that movie, Ask Me About My Wiener. <laughs> Accepting. <laughs> Ex- yeah. That's a great That's movie. Underrated. Movie. underrated. Um, yeah. Speaking of underrated, I watched uh, <laughs> Sidebar. I watched The Replacements again for the first time in a long time. Okay. If y'all haven't seen The Replacements, y'all haven't seen the best Keanu Reeves movie. <laughs> if you guys didn't know, this podcast is sponsored by Keanu Reeves and The Replacements. This is like the third episode you mentioned The Replacements. No, no. At least second, because I know for a fact I listened to that last week's episode and we were talking about the dude that played the lizard and you're like, Oh yeah. He's also, I watched it because yeah, I watched it because of that. And then somebody at work, he mentioned the speech. He said it at the end, it's like, uh, uh, pain heals, chick stick scars, but glory lasts forever. And I was like, damn, that's good. <laughs> I'm getting that tattooed off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got that tattooed on my dick. Anyway. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> we also learned in, in, in uh, chapter four that, uh, Machine Boy is talking to me and he's like I knew it you knew karate and she's like no I'm, I'm a dancer I thought that was mm-hmm. cool and kind of like a funny not serious thing but it was kind of funny she's like no not everything is like karate and ninjas and everything it's just I have strong legs because I was a dancer I yeah. thought that was great but she also does know karate they bring <laughs> they bring Tony out and he's still this little dude which is cute Um, but he like eats metal and when he eats yeah. metal, it gets bigger. Um, I really yeah. liked that, man. I liked the design, and I, I like this. They did a really good job at adding this contention in the story, but it like being, you know, it had a payoff, is what I'm trying to say. 
It's yeah. like we were talking about how random it is to have Tony in there, but like it's the middle of the story. It was a cool little mid drama. Right. Well, and they leave him. So they have him in the garage where the fixed car is, which is a mistake. And I, it's weird what he turned into, though, because it kind of turns into like a tortoise. So I wasn't a huge fan of that. Yeah. But and he gets big. Real yeah, he, went from, he went from being like a the humanoid star to like a bulldog to like a giant turtle. Yeah. And uh, like he's big, he's he's big enough. He he munches down on the brand new fixed car that grandma put it together, which is really sad. Grandma also told him that he couldn't have a pet. We talked about that. So he's been he hasn't told her that he's that Tony was there. Mm -hmm. He's freaking out that the car got munched and he's going to try to get it back, even though it's already one like one munch. It's it. You know, there's nothing to do about it. It's already done. One munch is all that it takes. Look at that. We should be we should be ad writers. Um, it was just kind of sad because I thought she was gonna kick him to the curb, man. I really did. I was like, no, you're all he's got. But B goes and gets Grandma, and uh, then he says, "Hey, I'm you know I'm sorry he he ate the car," and she's like, kind of, or yeah, she's just kind of quiet about it, and he gets sad. Mm-hmm. I was sad for him. Yeah, me too, I was man. sad for him, man. Another fastball special. That seems to be their thing. They have a team name. I forgot their team name. Mm. Yeah, I can't machine, machine Team B or something like that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. This chapter ends. He gets eaten by Tony, man. In the book. There's very... So, Will, one complaint that I might have <laughs> yeah, in the book. Now let's go into the rating. One complaint that I have is every once in a while, it's like my brain doesn't pick up what's going on. So <clears throat> she kicks him and he's flying towards Tony. And then all of a sudden there's just like this kind of flash of light around Tony. And it's like, of course, that's what happened. He got eaten. But it, my my brain just didn't like. Yeah, yeah they out. don't actually show him. There's like a missing panel. Yeah, I felt like I just felt like it should have continued immediately after that, but no, whatever. Gulp. Yeah, that's how it ends. Also, and go yeah. ahead. No, never mind. It has to do with the next next issue. What happened in chapter six, man? Well, he's eating. Uh, ninja, ninja, karate grandmother, grandma, strong as fuck. She's just. She's just holding the car over her head. I I appreciate that. Don't, I don't need any explanation. I don't care. It's funny. Yeah, we do see that they we're we're moving into like kind of a kaiju type movie slash. I don't know. Um, Tony's inside. I mean, uh, Machine Boy's inside Tony, and he see he says it looks just like my room. Like Tony ate all his shit, which is kind of funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <clears throat> Or smells like my room. I kind of assumed. But yeah, anyway. Um, you know, there's about to be this big fight between Tony and the police. And uh, the police have this great tank. Uh, the tank looks great. Mm-hmm. I assumed that Tony was going to eat that thing and get some tank attributes to his shell. Disappointed it didn't happen. 
The yeah. tank's kind of like a, what are you there for? The tank definitely looks like something from Metal Slug. Yeah, that's what it was. I was trying to think of that game. It was definitely Metal Slug. Yeah, but there's, you know... This, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead, man. Well, I was going to say that there's a big thing, like, with Karate Grandpa kind of affecting uh, uh, Machine Boy's heart and, like, touching the triangle, and there's just this inspirational moment in the first issue. Well, now it happens between Tony and Machine Boy. Bowie. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, he ate the part of the car that had the radio in it, and he starts playing the radio, and mm-hmm. Karate Grandma, it's like a, a total, they call it synchronization, so he gains control over Tony, which I thought was kind of a cool moment. Yeah. And then they let him out of the dome, which, it, you know, they don't really talk about them being in a dome much, but they let him out of the dome to go live his life, man. Yeah. Let him out the dome. Grandma, 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 grandma forgives him. Uh, ish, the chapter ends with this, you know, another twist. The obelisk. Is this where you realize that the the cloud man is the leader of mm-hmm. Orphan Universe? The cloud yeah. man that has been uh, telling B what to do the entire book? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Chapter seven's. Uh, this is where the story really is just like uh, progresses more to like what's going on. It did get, a, we had a great nightmare sequence where machine boy starts to doubt himself. And like, maybe he's going to freak out and kill somebody else. Hurt his grandma. Yeah. Sad. All he wants to do is be a hero. He wants to meet orphan universe. He's a huge fan. All of his dreams come true because in the last issue, they realized that they could use him for whatever they need to do with this obelisk. They come down in this giant helicopter and they're like, it's so great, man. They're like, we need, you know, they do the whole corny superhero thing. They all point to the sky. And it's so funny because I didn't realize Chad was looking the other way. <laughs> so it's that is the so best good. part. He always looks so blank. It's yeah. so good. He reminds me of like, as corny as it is, he reminds me of in Deadpool 2. They, he hires that one guy to be an X-Force that like doesn't <laughs> yeah. have power. Dave or whatever his name yeah. is. Yeah, and so we learn about Mega, about Mega Four Sixteen, which I thought was cool. Apparently, yeah. the their the planet they live on is in this asteroid route, oh. so it's always going to get hit. And this is the four hundred and sixteenth time that they've rebuilt this city, which I thought was crazy. I love I love the lore of that. This is Paradigm City. That's why it reminded me a lot of Big O, like with that weird, the dome mm-hmm. cities and everything. <clears throat> I like the history of when they found the obelisk, too. Like, seeing, I thought maybe they wouldn't have powers, but seeing all these guys as younger anime nerds, like, guys, less tears around his eyes, the the 90s anime guy. Chad, yeah, the king, king still has the king's floating king's crown. Yeah, he's still a vampire. The other guy's just a guy. I he love that their flashback guy. is different. It's like black and a little bit of... It's got a little bit of color, but it's more black and white. Yeah. Also, with the obelisk is this feral cave woman, which is cool. They don't really talk about... Well, I guess they instantly talk about that. <laughs> yeah. It's me. It's they've B, known yeah. they've known B since they were kids. 
It is an age, I guess. Mm hmm. Huh. Interesting. But they want him to interact. The, the, basically, they want him to interact with this obelisk. They haven't figured out how to crack it. They think the power inside the obelisk will give them enough power to stop the asteroids altogether, saving the city, <clears throat> making 416 the last city. Not destroyed. We're not, you know, they're just expecting that a nec- the next meteorite is going to destroy the city. Yeah. He gets mad that, which is cool. I'm, I'm, I'm glad they did that. I'm glad they did the sort of kid reaction to her betraying him. He says, I hate you. He's mad. He doesn't, he, even though he wants to be a hero, he doesn't give a shit about that because his friend hurt his feelings, which is a total, you know, immature kid response. But he, yeah. And, Every strong emotion that he's had throughout the the book, <clears throat> you'll see like a close up of his heart or whatever, and we really oh, get man. something. Yeah, it's you know, and uh, in this issue, when he's yelling at her, we get a crazy. <laughs> Sorry, we get a crazy interaction with the obelisk in him, <clears throat> and it kind of shoots through her gets to him and that's when our kind of main battle starts. Oh, this is all just the last, this is just one long last chapter. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So they have, a, she gets taken over and she just like starts kicking the crap out of them. I mean, she beats up orphan universe, which they have some great moments where they got to use individually use their powers, but they all get hand like their asses handed to really. It's just the, the leader. Um, they all catch a beat down real quick. She chops his arms off. I mean, it's it's pretty crazy. <laughs> Another one with Chad with the tambourine. <laughs> yeah. I like crazy. that he's like he I'm a huge Tokusatsu fan and I love the corny like calling out your your attack before you do it, like uh-huh. naming it. And he's like machine boy. I don't even, I don't remember what he says, but then the spirit that's taken over her is like, oh, Okay, well, mega kick, and she just like just destroys him. And then his last move is probably my favorite. It's super duper machine boy chop, and it was like the chop was what Karate Grandpa did to him. So I like that. That was like his his ultimate move. Yeah, it's sad. It, it like blows up. So he's missing one arm already from another attack from her, and this one. Um, he hits her and it just this this really cool panel of the basically the piece and pieces and parts of his his arm are just floating around him like in this trail. So he comes down for the chop. Yeah. His, his body keeps going, obviously, and he, and he lands and his hand is still kind of stuck by her face and all these other pieces are floating around. Him. Oh, it's great, man. Super cool. It's so great. Mega face block. I didn't even realize she said that. That's funny. Yeah. And then he says he has sort of this like fail safe move where his heart shoots through hers and saves her. She comes back and then uh, we get this weird electric monster that was inside her the whole time. Yeah. Weird. Uh, I like the way it's drawn though. It's kind of Buddha. Yeah. A little uh, Dosa X Machina. If I'm saying that correctly. Deus. Yeah, the uh Yeah, the way his arms are I thought that same thing too. Like there's a cool thing, but she's like, You can't give up. <laughs> it's like, you're right. And then he can just reform his arms again. 
I thought it would be cool if he just did, you know, she's only legs the entire time. I thought it would be cool if he, like, learned something from her. So now, he, and his grandma did some leg stuff earlier. So I was like, oh, it'd be cool if he just, yeah, he didn't have arms. And they rebuild him later. But maybe he just uses his legs. But no, they magically come back together. I think that would Whatever. be a good payoff. I think that would be a good payoff. They missed out on that opportunity. I thought it would be cool if, you know, she kicks him and then he does like, he does a flip. He's doing like a barrel roll. It'd be cool if instead he land, he does like an ultimate kick. Whatever. It's also, he does the same. He does. Go ahead. I was going to say, it's interesting that his, you know, he gets his arm back, arms back, and they kind of look exactly the way they were. It would have been kind of interesting if it was, uh, you know, Akira thing. Bigger. Yeah, yeah. You know, when in Akira where he makes his arm out of just whatever's around him, it would have been neat to see something like that. Yeah, I agree. But then he does what um, Karate Grandpa did to him, touches the triangle pretty much, but in this instance, he freaking blows that thing up. Puts it back in its original triangle form. Yeah. I thought it was weird, though, because he says that the obelisk is like no wait don't put me back in here i promise i'll behave but when he gets into b's body at first he's like oh no put me back in my perfect body Mm -hmm. i didn't understand that well i guess maybe now that i know the end credit scene Mm -hmm. i don't know what do you think about this 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 finale Uh, i you know i didn't really get it in the grand scheme of the whole thing, it seemed kind of like, what is this? Especially well, before with- the end credit scene, what do you think about? Like she's there. I mean, did it? Did it? Was it a satisfying end? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it yeah. depends on how far they're going to take this book. But right now, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And everything seems to be these like triangle discs. So they fight this thing, and then he just kind of forms this little disc. Yeah, I will say, you know, she ends up living with him. It makes sense. It's a perfect payoff. It could have just ended without that. They didn't even have to do the the tease at the end. Yeah. Um, so the uh, the end credit scene. I keep it's not even an end credit scene. I just keep saying that. But the the leader of Orphan Universe, who's been obsessed with this obelisk, goes down to talk to him. He's like, "Hey, are you awake?" The thing's like, "I just leave me alone, man." Yeah. And then he says, we have much to discuss, Mega Boy. Mega Boy. And then we see inside that it's like this sort of Mega Man homage. Uh, and that's it. Me- uh, yeah, Metal Hedgehog, was it? It kind of reminds Metal me of... Metal Sonic? Like, yeah, Metal Sonic, yeah. I'm going to tell you this right now. Every <laughs> This is not a complaint. This is just something that I noticed and just thought. After the exploding, or whatever, after the retriangling of Mega Boy, <laughs> the art, the art goes straight to um, Kablam style. Do you remember Kablam? <laughs> Kablam, yeah. The art yep. goes straight Kablam style, and uh, I couldn't get over. It. I couldn't even concentrate on what was happening in the last pages because it looks like straight up the two main characters from Kablam. And super strong and super naked. <laughs> not that, not action team now, but like the art of the main two characters. I know what you mean. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, 
<clears throat> it's, again, it's not really a complaint. It's just something I was like, oh man, they really ran through these last few pages. Yeah, it loosened up quite a bit. But that's it. That's the book, man. That is, and you get Grandma May's uh, recipe for the spaghetti, which I thought was cool. A nice little thing. There's some questions in there. Originally, I was just going to make the episode us asking the questions, but then I read the question and I was like, I ain't trying to get that introspective assignment tonight, man. Hmm. Maybe another time. Maybe another time. It's all right. Another place. All right, so we read Everyday Hero Machine Boy. Let's talk about it, man. What'd you think overall? I really enjoyed it. Uh, some really funny parts, some self-deprecating parts, I guess, as far as yeah. if you're thinking about anime or manga or anything like that, like it's, it's cool to see it a little bit made fun of, but it's really an homage. So, yeah, it was very, was and it was very aware of what it was. Like it, right. it didn't shy away from like the inspiration. Right. Yeah. I enjoyed what'd it. What'd you think about the, what'd you think about the art, man? You know, some, that that kind of Cal art style is hit or miss, but I feel like this is the, a definite hit. There wasn't anything that I really hated. So. Yeah. I agree. I think it fit almost perfectly for this story. Uh-huh. I think, um, I think it added, and also I think it added to the story, like sort of the wholesomeness of it. Right. I feel like if it would have went to like manga or to like action-y, I don't think it would have the same emotional gravity right i really enjoyed it as well i mean i did have a complaint about the eyes that's the only thing that threw me off man but i get maybe they didn't want to do full pupils because it would be almost exactly like astro boy yeah right yeah it's still it is weird but overall i think they nailed it I do, I do too. I agree. They did. They did a lot with a little bit, if that makes sense. Like they had emotional gravity in almost every issue. They they filled you in on like the questions that you had about the the world and and sort of the asteroids and things like that. Yeah, I thought it was well done, man. Me too, brother. Me too, brother. Let's grade this thing. Let's grade this thing, man. Okay. You may go, you wanna go. Go first, big dog. Alright. I think Honestly, I think I don't know. I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a D five. I think it's a really good piece of toast. I do think maybe mm. there could have been a little bit more. Um not a whole lot more. This isn't a real complaint, but maybe a little bit more afterwards explaining like this other thing. Without getting too deep or like any hints of why he was battling this big bad, like any hints, because there's really not. He did feel kind of shoehorned in at the end, but I feel like it would have been okay if they didn't do the tease. Like the tease made it weird. Like if he knew it was, if the main bad guy or the main hero knew that it was, if the leader of Orphan Universe knew it was Mega Boy, why would he keep that information to himself? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. He even says, like, for ulterior motives and all that. And obviously, it's just to open the obelisk thing. But it still doesn't really explain why they wanted to do that. I don't know, man. I agree. Uh, Well, 
Okay, that's a lie. It does explain oh, yeah, exactly yeah, they why they wanted to open the obelisk. I'm just saying. Asteroids. Yeah, but it's still, I don't know. It, it, I don't know. Seems a little off. Yeah. I'm, sure. I'm going to give this one an... There's no N on here. Oops. I'm just kidding. I'm going to give this one a C5. Nothing C5. wrong with it, dog. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed every bit of it. I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. Yeah. So there's that. Sam, where can the people Who's find that? you? Oh, you can find little old me at Sam on toast. I on Instagram. <laughs> I've been watching Piggy Blinders, man, so you're tickling my fancy. Uh, oh, hey, though. Yeah. Sime underscore on underscore toast on Instagram. You can find me website at <laughs> com. I'm not going to do an accent, but you can find all the rest of the rest of it. Wednesday pool everywhere. And our website's wednesdaypool.com. Check it out. Um, and yeah, we're circling the drain. So uh, we'll see you guys next time. Whoosh. <laughs> That's a flushing noise. I don't know what's a flushing. <laughs> Whoosh. <laughs> <laughs>